0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys. And take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Did you get a load of those Aztec dancers outside, Jordan? No, I missed them. Yeah, they were, uh, they were smelting. Oh, fuck. Oh. I missed them. Is it called? Is you call that
2: smelting when you burn sage, or is that when you combine metals? I I guess smelting I think of as well. First of all, whoever smelt it dealt it, <laughs> right? Sure. So that so that comes to mind first. Yes, yeah, that's the classic tradesman's quip. Sure. Right. Uh, that was you know it's on my family crest. We come from a yeah. long line of smelters. That's the city motto of Pittsburgh, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But it's ye
1: who smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's from the old English. Mm-hmm. Smudging. <laughs> Smudging is what uh, Brian tells us is the thing where you burn s- incense to clean something spiritually.
2: Okay. So that so where were these Aztec dancers? How did I miss them? I, okay.
1: So there is some kind of – I feel like no matter what happens, by the time it gets to be the part of the day where we record Jordan and Jesse mm-hmm. Go, outside in MacArthur Park, there is some kind of
2: unusual event going on. <laughs> And, uh, well, well, sorry I. Sorry you just think that's. Sorry that you think that's unusual, Jesse. It's a pretty Eurocentric view of the world. Look, I, sorry, I think that Aztecs should be able to dance wherever. And if they need to make a sacrifice to Quetzalcoatl, I think that's cool. Jordan. Now who's the racist?
1: Jordan. <laughs> I know that you live in West Hollywood. Sure. Where everyone identifies as Aztec. Right. Everybody's got shaking nuts on their ankles mm-hmm. and feathers on their headdress. Yeah. And a bear shirt. And they're playing, of course, the ball game. Sure. It's where there's a solid rubber ball that they have to hit with their body through a
2: hoop. Yes. We think. You've described West Hollywood to a I T. <laughs> I don't know why you did it because everyone knows that. Here... Here in the Westlake District of Los Mm -hmm. Angeles,
1: things are different. I'm used to a certain leave-it-to-beaver vibe. Gotcha. Which is to say, whites
2: only. Yeah. (laughs) Picket fences. Yeah. Pies cooling on the windowsill. You got it. And uh, no one not of European lineage. Yeah, and all homosexuals are secret.
1: Sure. That's what I'm used to here in Westlake, but right now there's some kind of Aztec
2: event mm. going on. And no, sincerely, should you inform the city council? It, I think it's to maybe get a to maybe just send in men with brooms to run them out. <laughs> I think that's a traditional way to dispatch Aztecs. Hello, Pinkertons? Yeah.
1: I think that uh I think it's some kind of city event going on out there mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of I could hear the PA, I mean, we're on the what are we, the ninth floor. Mm-hmm. I could hear the PA and there was a, there was like a woman who clearly was the supervisor of a community center mm-hmm. uh, saying the names of different people and different departments, and and everyone was politely applauding. Mm-hmm. But then there was also a set of Aztec dancers and
2: some sage being burned. Mm-hmm. And earlier there was someone going for a swim in the lake. Okay, which is not. I mean, I guess. I mean, people people will know this if they heard our Gross Lake episode. Yeah, but that is unusual because uh, uh, MacArthur Park Lake is uh, primarily for. Uh, dead bodies and syringes. Exactly. Not and, for humans, live humans. And she uh, she went and visited Dick Island. Oh, that's great. The legendary
1: island of bird carcasses that's at the center of MacArthur That Park is Lake. shaped like a dick if seen from above. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> which is the main way that we see it because we've got this beautiful view. That's right,
2: from our blimp that we recorded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I actually, at the flea market last week, I bought what's called a spotting scope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I could spy on things in the park. No, oh, nice. We already had several sets of of
2: binoculars
1: for spying on things in the park, but it feels so much cooler to, like, look into a
2: thing. I, I guess what I'm envisioning now, and I don't know exactly what this kind of thing is, but mm-hmm. I'm envisioning something that, like, Galileo looks through. Yeah, that's a that's. Does a prox- it have, like, an axis on it's it? Like more,
1: a- it's more like what, uh, like, um, an army sergeant, let's say Sergeant Slaughter. mm mm-hmm. Uh, is looking through on the firing range. You know, it's like gunmetal gray and very industrial looking. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's perfect for trying to figure out what the fuck a woman is doing swimming in the
2: world's most disgusting lake. Now, can only Sergeant Slaughter use this or can Snake Eyes use this or Baroness?
1: Yeah, all all three of those uh, can use it. Uh Uh-huh. you know what? I say that Sergeant Bilko can use it too. Why not? Okay. Anyone
2: who's so achieved someone the from rank of s- sergeant or above. So so it doesn't have to just be from the GI Joe universe.
1: No, no, this is a pan this is a pan this is a panverse situation. Okay. I just want to make sure I knew the rules of this thing, the fictitious rules. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to settle that so nobody had to tweet tweet you to request a PDF. Mhm. Um, so yeah, so that's what's going on. That's what's going on here, um, and it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of excitement. Jordan,
2: do you think I can still catch a little Aztec dancing if like after the show? How long do these guys dance for? Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, I've seen Aztec dance. Look,
2: I'm not trying to brag, but I grew up a
1: few blocks from one of the Aztec dancing capitals of the world, the Mission Cultural Center, mm-hmm.
2: and uh, they also. <laughs> I, have- I think you were going <laughs> to say I uh, grew up from one of the uh, one of the Aztec dancing. Uh, um, uh, what, capitals of, capitals the world. of the world, a ziggurat, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah, the the performances are you know like any other uh, like any other folk dancing performance. You don't you don't want it to be too long. Yeah,
2: you, leave them you know, like,
1: wanting more. You see those clogs or those sure. whatever the you see those tin whistles or whatever the whatever the culturally specific elements are. Mm-hmm. You appreciate it for about fifteen minutes and then you're. You're a mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You're, you're out of you're out of juice.
2: Yeah. Should we? I have a thought about Sage. But should I we introduce we, we our guest: introduce on our guest who may also have some thoughts about Sage? I don't know.
1: I actually I don't know. You're wondering, Jesse, why did you book this guest on the show? Mm-hmm. It's because her publicist told me she's a sage spurt. Oh. Mm -hmm.
2: She's a real sage sage. Sure, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. She She has sagely thoughts on the (laughs) topic of sage.
1: Uh, She is uh, a regular on the smash hit show Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, She's starring in a horror film that I'm very excited to hear more about. Oh, uh, Chelsea Crisp, how are you?
3: I'm good. It's great to be the foremost SAGE expert in America. Should I
1: explain which character you play on uh, Fresh Off the Boat? It's Honey. Uh, yes. I could claim that it's Eddie Huang. It's uh, not. That would be disingenuous. <laughs> that would not
3: be. Yeah, although the way things are going right now in Hollywood, maybe that could happen. Yeah. No. <laughs> Shouldn't, sure. but.
2: There's a lot of fun opportunities for whites out there. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Things are things are really going the way we, we really hope. And you know would. what? It's about time.
2: Yes! Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> Finally, something's breaking our way. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. It's been, you know, it's been an interesting week of casting news, which obviously on our show is uh, something that we care a lot about. So yeah. we do talk about it a fair amount at the show. But I do play the white character on <laughs> our show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I sh- I should say, I uh, boy, this is, seems like a good time to announce this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of course, we all know. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, right. Reboot coming up. Right. Uh, I'm playing everyone who's not the Kurt Russell part.
1: Oh, really? Congratulations!
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow! Mm-hmm. Congrats! That is amazing! All sort the wizards, of like Peter Sellers in the party. Yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of one of those. There's going to be a lot of prosthetics. Uh, <laughs> you know, lots of fun camera tricks. Are you going to be doing an Indian accent? Oh, I'm going to be doing all the accents. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. All the accents of the world? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And they will be spot on and not offensive. Did you get a cassette tape or? Uh, No, no. I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of feeling it out. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you
3: should wing it. Yeah. Yeah. You should just show up on the day and, you know, figure it out as you go.
2: I think if it's too studied, Mm -hmm. people will call bullshit. Absolutely. So I just want to, you know, I just want to like get there and ask the director, um, uh, I just want to ask the director, um, Zack Snyder. Um,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> Your buddy, Zack.
2: Who, mm-hmm. who are we doing? to Who am I becoming
1: today? I was so surprised, by the way. Yeah. And I, of course, Chelsea, you don't know this about me, but I read the trades. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was reading the trades recently. Mm-hmm. And I was so surprised to learn that Zack Snyder had taken over that film uh, because I never
2: expected Brett Ratner to se- to step aside. Yeah, well, I mean, he's just got a lot going on. He's right. directing that uh, Seven Samurai reboot with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah, got, it. got As it. all Seven of the Samurai. <laughs> got so it. So he, uh, so yeah, Zach, I'll just go up to Zach and mm-hmm. I'll say, who am I becoming today? Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, well, this is the scene where the Kurt Russell character runs across a, uh, a Cockney chimney sweep. Oh. And then I'll say, you mean... Me, governor?
1: And then I, we'll just go. I am really excited about this, not just because, look, you're one of my best friends, Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy that you've had this huge career break mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in this part of your career. I mean, you haven't even been going out on auditions. This must have been an offer-only situation. Yeah, it was
2: a thing where I just said, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. Thanks, but no thanks. They just right. kept calling and calling. We'll make time for you. We'll work around your They saw your, your commercial with Fritz Coleman, right? Sure, yeah. <laughs> they saw the commercial I did in 2006 for the NBC4 local weather. <laughs> yeah. Where I was a surfer dude asking Fritz Coleman where the best waves were. They're yeah. like I need this guy to play all of the peoples of the world mm-hmm. in the right. Big Trouble in Little China reboot. So obviously Brett I... Ratner said that at the time, but he has since uh, passed on the project. I'm for one thing, I'm glad that Zack Snyder decided to
1: keep you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you're on. You're still on board for this. Mm-hmm. But I am just excited because look, I love Big Trouble in Little China as much as the next guy, maybe more. Mm-hmm. But every time I watch it, I think. Wouldn't this movie be better if it had a palette of washed-out grays, blues, and oranges? Mm -hmm. You know, like a golden orange, like a pale golden orange? But then things were really slow and then really fast. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) You really nailed it. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, I'm good. (laughs) So before I talk about Sage, uh, I didn't know you had a, a horror movie in the pipe, in the can?
3: Um, in the can and the pipe, both. Sure. Uh, it's located in both places. <laughs>
4: um, <it's
2: laughs> so it was <laughs> shoved
1: into a can, which yeah, was shoved and then into, a into a pipe. pipe yeah. Yes. A lot of times, especially on smaller films, they're pursuing a diversified release strategy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Any distribution routes that are available, we just mm-hmm. take.
1: Get
2: it on iTunes.
3: Go That's to Go to exactly a theater. Where it look is. into a pipe. Look <laughs> into right yeah. a pipe. <laughs> look into your
2: local pipe. Yeah. yeah.
3: None of those work, so we went with the can. Sure. Um. Yes, it is on iTunes. Oh cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, I made it in Atlanta a couple of years ago. and it's a production company is their first feature film. Oh, neat. And it is kind of amazing what they did with the first feature film. They did a really great job.
1: Were they waiting to release it until their, uh, until their star booked a lucrative recurring gig on a successful family sitcom? I
3: think that was a happy accident <laughs> for them. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, <was> just
2: a... <laughs> we will not release this film until you become successful. <laughs>
3: Which was great because before that I was like, I don't really want this. But then after that <laughs> yeah. pressure, I was like, okay, right. I'll take this okay. network
2: job. For the movie that I shot earlier.
3: Yes. Yeah. I did it purely for these guys in Atlanta. Are what there...
2: short? of a, what sorts of a, a thing what sorts of horrors are in this movie
3: Well that is can it's you say kind of yeah I mean that's the interesting thing about this movie is it's it is a lot of different horrors it's a it's a grab bag honestly Kind of an omnibus Yes it's it's everything from like hill people to cults to ghost to like tortured past to twins what? and cyclical it's a lot I will say it's a lot I I called the <laughs> when when I, I before i went to do the movie i called the director because i read the script and was like i don't know what happens <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen i love everything about this movie except for i don't comprehend any of it yeah
3: and i was like i think i'm smarter than your average bear on on the reader side i'm like but what exactly happens at the end of this film? Sure. And we had this great talk. And honestly, that's the story he wanted to tell. He didn't want you to know exactly what happened when you finished it. He wanted there to be this this Arab mystery. There's this actual location in Atlanta that they wrote it for. It's this burned down prison out near the airport that actually just exists out there. And that was the genesis of the idea was how could this have burned down and what would have right. happened? And um, so after... We had this conversation. I called my agent. He goes, do you, do you get it now? And I said, absolutely not. But I really like these guys <laughs> and I sure. want to make this movie. <laughs>
2: so. Burned down prison by the airport. That sounds like a fun place if you're a teen uh-huh. to go and have your first beer.
3: I think that's a lot of what happens there. I also think there's a lot of like first heroin. Just judging by all sure. of the, that's fun lot too. Of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of needles on the ground. It was the scariest location I've ever shot in, wow. and we art directed almost none of it <laughs> because we didn't have to. You
2: show just, up, point a camera,
3: pretty much. A lot of times, much.
1: I don't. I'm, I've directed. I, you don't. Again, it's, you don't know this about me. I have directed a lot of films, mm-hmm. and I I usually tell my I usually tell my art department, get out there with those syringes, you know. Give a little of the old, you know, seed it. I like to call it seeding the Mm -hmm. ground. Because usually they're super
3: light-handed with the syringe use.
1: Exactly. And I think be generous, a generous dollop Mm -hmm. of
2: syringes. (laughs) Agreed. Don't be stingy.
3: Yeah, why? You know what I mean?
2: Like sour cream on nachos. (laughs) Exactly. You want a nice. (laughs) Nice dollop. You want a nice dollop. You
1: know, look, guacamole's extra. I know that. Sure. I've got a buck. Yeah. Dump it on there. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny exactly. Nachos. That's my f- That's filmmaking, filmmaking philosophy. To. Sure. I think what? you're right. You know what, though, Chelsea? At the end of the day, I'm really just a storyteller. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm hmm. Mm
4: hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm
3: hmm. Mm hmm. Mm
2: hmm. Mm Oh, Chelsea, I don't think you even said the name of this thing. It's called Bleed. Oh, okay. Yes. Damn.
3: Which really makes it sound like a slasher flick, and it's not. Uh there are points where that kind of stuff happens, but it's not like Saw. It's not like okay. a really kind of bloody, gory type of thing. It's more of a thriller until it gets into that realm in the end. So that's one thing people have said online. They're like, there's not a lot of blood. Why is it yeah. called that? But it kind of gets there.
4: What? <laughs>
2: <up>? <laughs>
3: it's a slow burn. It gets there. We start with the Hold dollop on. of syringes and sure. we work our way into the blood.
2: To the f- what, uh, now, is the idea that this, the actual place you shot this in is actually haunted? Do people say that or is that...
3: People do say that. Um, and a lot of our uh, film crew had really eerie experiences and oh. such there. Um, I just thought it was creepy as all get out. I It just, it just you know, you back up. Sometimes you're shooting. My character was alone for a lot of the film. The other, it's one of those things where a group of people go to explore this mm. prison. And uh, as you do in a horror film. And I'm separated from them and end up being drawn. My storyline's kind of separate and then end up there at the prison in the end. And, what, so when I shot there, I was always away from everyone else, and I'd back up so far, like out of the frame, so they could shoot something where I looked super isolated. But there were a couple times where we just didn't have a PA over by me for whatever reason, and then I'd back up far enough to where I couldn't see them, and then I'd hear the director like over walkie go, "All right, now." Act really scared or this or that, and I would just be like, "We're good. Go ahead and roll." Someone's this filming
2: is, me, right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: like, this is the most terrifying place I I've will ever. I start been. <laughs> screaming soon. Pretty much, yeah. I'm, I'm like... pretty
2: sure I hear a ghost dog barking. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> Are you, were you afraid that you would just kind of go out there into the shadows, and then everybody would just pack up and go home?
3: I didn't. I don't know what I mean. Sometimes in a location like that, I, I'm not. Some I'm like too in the box to really believe in ghosts or sure. and whatnot. But I definitely. Had some moments on that. So I don't know what exactly I was afraid of. Maybe just other people, uh, you know, getting far away enough, far away enough from the junkies. crew. That, yeah, yeah, junkies. Sure, for yeah. instance. Whoever the owner of the syringes were. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been <laughs> diabetics or something. It could have been. To
2: be fair.
1: Just
3: a weird place to take your insulin. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes you don't want to do it in front of your oh, friends. Urban. It's that yeah. time again. Diab- Listen, time.
2: I don't know. I read about this in USA Today, but there mm-hmm. are diabetic urban adventurers Oh, where they just, you know, they – you know, they go to the parts of the city that people aren't in. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, you and know, bring sometimes... they sugar-free candy. Yeah. Sometimes you get low. Mm-hmm. You need to pop in a Werther's. Yeah. Take some insulin. And then continue your exploration.
3: Thank God I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. Or I wouldn't have been scared and there'd just be nothing in the yeah,
2: film. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, maybe yeah. Your, the genuine terror you have. Yeah. it's something to fill up the emptiness inside you.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that I... The I'd... director
2: probably had a, you know, a little moment with the DP and the rest of the cast. It's like, listen, we all know this place is... Only people coming to this place are diabetic Mm -hmm. adventurers. Right. Let's not tell Chelsea that. Yeah. Let's let her think that it's populated by, you know, strung out desperate drug addicts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we'll get that real
3: performance. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the right choice. Mm -hmm. I think he did the right thing.
2: You know
1: what? I think you would have been great either way.
3: Oh, thank you.
1: If one of the diabetics, you know how you can go into like a diabetic fugue state? Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about diabetes. But I think you can go diabetes mad. Yeah, sure. In which case, if, I've heard that too. If that happened to me, I would likely attack an actress. <clears throat> sure. I
3: think I, I think that's your only option.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what Wilfred
2: Brimley says. Sure. Yeah, it's the only thing to quiet the sugar demons. <laughs> <laughs> to quiet the screeching of the sugar demons.
3: We all have actress friends, and we all sure. we all know what happens to them. Yeah, well, I know Jordan. my days are numbered. Mm-hmm.
2: Jordan doesn't. He's from West Hollywood, but I do.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, like,
2: where I only know. Yeah, you know Aztec dancers. Yeah, Aztec ballmen. Yeah, ball men, mm-hmm. and guys who uh, airbrush the sides of vans. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kinds of men I know. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Are there other kinds of men? Pfft,
2: I mean, I, I, in theory, yeah. I've heard, I've read about them in USA Today, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but uh, I've never met any of them myself. Mm-hmm. Have you? What have you ever read about them? in US News and World Report. Oh, I don't read that. <laughs> oh, The Economist. No, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, oh no, that's not one, a bad thing. I'm yeah, just number saying. Number one. Yeah. I I think that's a great thing to be. Mm-hmm. Sure, me too. So then, you all, you—it sounded homophobic to me, Jordan. No,
2: I, this is just a factual thing. I didn't want to like lead you down a pipe or a can, all, where you
1: just assumed all homosexuals are just gay men. Read U.S. News and World Report.
2: I mean, I think yeah, I think the, the whole the whole, the whole gay, community, community, yeah, LGBT,
1: community, QI, QI,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all of those letters. US News and World Report. From what I've been led to believe. Is it possible that you're thinking of The Advocate?
2: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, you're right. Okay, well, that explains that. You were confusing US News Mm -hmm. and World Report with uh, Gay and Lesbian Interest magazine. Butt magazine. (laughs)
2: No, Jordan. Yeah. No. That's something, right? No, there's butt. butt magazine. Yes, I think that's like a a, a gay magazine. Butt magazine is a. Brian, gay would magazine? you get Google Butt magazine and see what comes up? <laughs> if I'm making this up, open it's up great. a private window, please. That's a <laughs> shared computer. Go to reply all. Butt magazine.
4: It's real, huh? He says it's okay. real.
1: Well, that's confirmed. Sure. That's confirmed. Looks like. Oh, a cool le- oh that looks like well, a, what cool a website. magazine
2: from the website. It's just a. Uh, their website is a pink field, a pink or light purple field, and in black letters, I don't know what font that is, it says but. This is like Bitch
1: Magazine or Bust Magazine. I think so. Keeb Magazine. Yeah. It's a, a kind it's of. An irreverent. Edgy. An edgy, irreverent take on the subject matter. From
2: what I understand. Is the subject matter butts. I, I, mean, I should hope so. I don't know. I mean, again, I like only a nice, read USA Today. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a nice magazine. It does. Can I tell the sage story? N- Newsweek? No, I don't. Okay. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm not an Eskimo. <laughs> sorry, that's a read Newsweek. <laughs> sorry, I believe they prefer to be called Inuits. But go ahead. Sorry. Tell again, us, I'm the sorry. sage. Uh, I just remember I remember when I had my dumpiest apartment, my dumpiest L.A. apartment. It was the first one that I could afford to live in by myself, but also the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: not the one that you lived in with the woman who drove the Red Bull van. No. Uh-uh. It's not even a van. The Red Bull... Like two door Kia.
2: Yeah, my first my first
3: room
1: roommate, my first, specifically the opposite of my a van, first I roommate yeah. in
2: L.A. was a Craigslist person, oh. and she was she drove the like Monster Energy Party Kia or something. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, the idea that Monster had a Kia is so amazing that that's that they were like, what's the appropriate car for the Monster brand? And I mean, it was like, raised. Oh, okay. And had, I realized it had
1: an enormous energy drink on the back.
3: Uh,
2: Oh, I, I saw this car. You know this, you know
1: this. This is vehicle. in, like the
3: mid 2000s or yeah sure. Somewhere in oh, yeah. There? yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All yeah. Right. Uh yes,
2: yeah, so it was not her. Um uh, it was not our buddy Lauren from college. But this okay. was the first time I could live on my own and had this apartment. Uh but you know, kind of a dump, weird street, weird neighbors. Uh and you know, like always got a kind of a, a variety of reactions when I would bring people over like uh you know, just kind of depending on you know, the kind of living conditions the other person had. Sometimes, you know, people thought it was real, you know, cool and 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 different. But also there were some people who were like, oh, really? Gross. Uh, and I remember uh, bringing a woman over for the first time and kind of like, you know, well, here it is. Uh, and just remember her looking around and going like... We need to burn some sage in here.
4: <laughs> and then we
2: <laughs> left, went to Whole Foods, bought sage, and she would not hang out in there until we had thoroughly saged the place. I believe Psst. it's called smelting. <laughs> it's so we were, yes.
3: So what um, – I'm an expert on sage, but so I've yes, not of course. That's uh, here. done it myself. Yeah. So what all is involved?
2: You inject it.
3: You <laughs> oh, okay.
4: Okay. Right. You yeah. cook it
2: in a spoon.
3: Between the yeah.
1: toes. So
2: here, yeah. boss doesn't see the track marks. <laughs> uh no, you know, it's just you get we bought just these sage bundles. Mm-hmm. Like asparagus, you would just buy them and they're all like, you know, rubber banded together. For but for seasoning food, right? Uh, I know, I think so, yeah. I don't know if this was for seasoning or for... smoking? Yeah, for making a dude's apartment less gross. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know why... It's supposed to get rid of bad vibes, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I it's think
3: supposed s- to cleanse or something.
2: I think it was, yeah, I think it was less about the smell of the apartment, which could have been foul. But I think it was, yeah, I think she felt... Maybe like you felt in that abandoned hospital mm-hmm. of like this, there's an evil presence here. Mm-hmm. Ghost dog. And before me and this guy sit down to watch a movie and then start to make out 20 minutes into it, mm-hmm. I need to get, the, to get rid of the evil that is in this apartment.
1: Can I say one thing? Yes. I've talked a few times about ghost dogs. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear that I'm talking about literal ghost dogs and not Forrest Whitaker, star of the film Ghost Dog Way sure. of the Samurai. Yeah.
3: I'm so glad you clarified that because I was definitely... Definitely thought it was forest.
1: No, I'm just talking about actual ghost dogs. Go
2: ahead, Drew. Uh, no, I think that's it. So, yeah, we, we bought the sage bundles and then just kind of lit the tips. Mm-hmm. And then she would kind of shake them around, would kind of like flounce around the apartment.
3: <laughs> that's and... what I'm curious about. So, did she say anything or is it just the ritual of... I don't remember any chanting. Okay.
2: Um. But, yeah, I, I did let some blood.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> just you're poli- on a date. Just so. to be polite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you want to seem like, hey, I'm open. I'm available. Mm-hmm. My humors are balanced. Sure. I don't want to move too fast, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm open to something more. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you interested in some black bile? Sure, right. Exactly. <laughs> the bilious humor. Yes. If you have too much phlegm, <laughs>
4: yeah. we
2: can rectify that. Are you excessively phlegmatic? <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear. I mean, do you feel like it worked? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, 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 I don't think I'm real receptive to vibes. Uh Uh-huh. So, but I will say this. Yes. Please do. Could have been a lot of things. Could have Mm -hmm. been, you know, there was genuinely something funky or foul about the place. Could have been that, you know, maybe, you know, she was a little privileged and just like, you know, was having a hard time, you know, being in a place that's a little more, you know, like lower- you know, lower middle class, a little more urban or something sure, like that. Sure, like
1: when my middle school classmate visited and asked if I was scared all the time. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That could have been it. But I will say that post-sage burning, I was not possessed once in that apartment. Oh. Not even one time? No, the devil never entered into me. Wow. Never told me to kill. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it was just uh, I, uh, I was able to... Uh, maintain control over my consciousness until I moved. Did you do any recreational exorcisms? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would, you know, invite the devil into me. Uh-huh. I guess I should have That's said that. That's different, I was right, right. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was That's a voluntary. That's intentional. completely different. Yeah, it was yeah. a voluntary thing. But, yeah, I was never involuntarily possessed by the devil. Oh, well, I mean, that sounds like a great apartment to me. Yeah. Was it rent controlled? Oh, oh, you know it. <laughs> so you're all set. You know it, baby. <laughs>
3: you're all set. Was it rent controlled before this aging
2: Oh, you know, that might have been what done it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
2: Yeah. I had to take a picture of myself saging and then mail it to City Hall. (laughs) The West Hollywood
1: City Council had a long discussion about what apartments do and don't get rent control.
2: Sure. They're like, okay, well, now that we've uh, solved the issue of whether or not uh, uh, meters will be free on Cesar Chavez Day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we now need to move on to the issue of whether the devils in your apartment make it rent-controlled.
1: Yeah. I don't really think any, any apartment that's been uh, smobbed, mm-hmm. uh, that's automatically rent-controlled. Uh, you have more than five succulents, mm-hmm. uh, that's rent-controlled. Mm-hmm. Uh, almond milk is rent-controlled. Yeah. Uh, just the immediate vicinity, not the whole sure. apartment. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if there's like a pre-Christian – like forest demon that's been there more than 5,000 years? Right. Rent control. Mm-hmm. But not just sprites. If you just have sprites... Oh, no, no, no. These are demons. No, no, no. Sprites
1: are... No, a lot no, of times people will bring that to my, uh, to my uh, tenants' rights mm-hmm. meetings. They'll sure. say I've got mm-hmm. sprites. You know, and I hate to tell them, like, I mean, that sounds like a blast. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great time. Even if you have sprites and gnomes, Sure, we're talking about demons specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. We're focusing in on demons. Uh-huh. A servant of Satan. Yeah, and they should be pre-Christian as well.
2: Yeah, ideally. Yeah, like uh,
1: Norse. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sure. Would be an example. Yeah, that's a good culture. Well,
3: if you have sprites, I mean, that's reward enough. That you don't is. Need, you don't need to have a rent control department if you have sprites. Like you're already having a ball.
2: Yeah,
1: you're they're
3: fun. Yeah. They're one,
2: yeah, one of my favorite uh, forest creatures, definitely.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they're up there. Not yeah, the favorite, but no, one no, no,
2: no, no, no. That's I mean, that's gotta be goblins. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> when Clearly. we're talking forest creatures, it's gotta be goblins.
3: Uh, I don't think you even needed to say it. We knew. <laughs> no, I know. Again, yeah. I'm
2: putting I'm, I'm I'm putting a hat on a hat here. But can I tell you what my number three is? Hmm. Uh, rabbits. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. I think those are those are not from the magical world. Those are just natural creatures. From Earth, yeah. Well, we were just talking about forest
1: but creatures, forest
3: creatures, yeah. Yeah, but they're from so another plane. of e- one, they're from
2: another plane of
1: existence. Number one is sprites. Mm-hmm. Number two is goblins,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and number three is uh, rabbits.
2: Rabbits. Well, These those are from our Earth. Right,
1: but they have. I don't know if you've seen rabbits. I've seen or rabbits. I know they what got a rabbit some is. rabbits, Chelsea. They have some uh, rabbits. I mean, Chelsea's probably seen rabbits. I've seen my, some at rabbits. my son's preschool. They have three mm-hmm. three rabbits. Do <laughs> they? Here's the thing mm-hmm. about rabbits. Hmm. Not only do they hop instead of walking, they also have these ears. You will not believe this. When you see these ears, Chelsea, you are going to shit your fucking pants.
3: <laughs> God, I hope I'm somewhere safe.
5: They are so soft. <laughs> yeah, you so want to be in public yeah. when that happens. Soft, mm-hmm. so soft, mm-hmm. so
1: tall, these ears, and, mm. lo- and th- th- long and thin. And you just want to put your lips on them
4: and go...
2: I wouldn't do that.
3: Your son loves when you come to class, huh? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry about my dad. Your
2: mother will have to pick you up from (laughs) now on because she's the member (laughs) of your family. She's putting the pets in her mouth. (laughs) <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, yeah. Jesse, go.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Chelsea Crisp, sage expert.
1: Yeah, she was ready. She was ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, we have a sponsor on this week's program, Jordan. Let's hear about it. It's our friends at... Backblaze, Jordan Jesse Go, uh, supported in part by Backblaze, a personal and business backup for Mac and
2: PCs. You know, I actually use this, Jordan. You do. You are a. You're not just its celebrity spokesman, but you're also a loyal customer.
1: I am. It's number one. I'm its celebrity spokesman. Mm-hmm. I've booked the Super Bowl advertisements that they'll be placing. Great. Uh, but I'm also a long time, both
2: home and business user of Backblaze, and I love it. Yeah, they have uh, unlimited online backup for documents, music, photos, videos, and all of your data. And it's already been used to restore over 10 billion files. Yeah, you can get access to all of your files from anywhere you've
1: got internet. Plus, uh, there's apps for your phone for both iPhone and Android,
2: so you can access them on the go. So, Jordan Jesse Go listeners can get a free two week trial, no credit card required, by going to backblaze.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. And it's cheap, too, it's five bucks per computer. Uh,
1: and you can back up everything that you've got on that computer. It's it's awesome. As, I, as like a, I said, I've I've
2: had to I've had to use it as a man who has uh, recently dumped a glass of water on his computer. Oh. I sure wish I knew about backblaze. <laughs> Here's what was happening, Jesse. Yeah, had my Sounds computer. Like it, maybe you were drinking a glass of water. <laughs> Here's, had my computer on my coffee table. Right. Glass of water, you know, responsible distance away. Mm-hmm. Cat comes on the table. Oh, geez. Starts dunking a little paw in there. Come on, bug. First of all, I'm drinking that. Yeah. (laughs) Second of all, you got your own water. Right. Third of all... This bitch is going to spill some water on my computer. Yeah. So I not I, technically a bitch; it's a cat. But continue. Well, I'm just she. That's uh, listen. We're friends, so I could use that <laughs> term it. of endearment around her. Got it. She's my ride or die bitch. Got it.
1: So that you're using it in
2: the hip hop sense as a term of endearment. Well, in the Fast and Furious sense, yes. Got it. <laughs> um. So I gently take this glass of water mm-hmm. from her. And I'm transferring it over to my other hand and as I am moving it to the other side that the cat is not on, I just spilled the whole thing. On my no <laughs> If anything, Jordan, that's
1: too fast, too furious. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It was a real Tokyo drift, if you ask me. Oh no. Uh, backblaze, backblaze.com slash Jordan Jesse Go for your free two week trial. Um, and I, yeah, again, I'm I'm endorsing it because I've been using it for a long time and I really like it and it saved my butt on a couple of occasions. Yeah. So there you go. I also want to mention a brand new podcast in the Max Fund Network. Let's hear I about might. it, please. Um, well, I know that a lot of Jordan Jesse Go listeners, um, a lot of Jesse go, Jordan Jesse Go listeners are white collar professionals. A mm-hmm. lot of our listeners are students, but we also have a really big audience in rural communities. Yeah, sure. Um, and so Maximum Fund has just added. A, a really amazing new podcast called the Beef and Dairy Network. Mm -hmm. It's uh, designed specifically for farmers and specifically for uh, folks with an interest in the bovine world. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in cows, if you're interested in steer, if you're interested in cheese, if you're interested in steaks, if you're interested in just uh, any kind of ruminant, Mm Uh, the Beef and Dairy Network is a really brilliant new podcast. It's informative. It's honestly, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I mean, if you say to me, well, Jesse, I understand it's informative, but why'd you add it to Maximum Fun? I also think it's a lot of fun. Okay. so Seems like people should download it. It's something that is worth checking out. I just want to mention it. It's worth checking out. Okay. There you go. That's it. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan. Jesse, go.
4: Love you, love you, love you.
1: Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective.
3: Chelsea Crisp, Sage Expert.
1: Um, Jordan, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask Chelsea this question. She can answer it if she wants to. I don't want to be invasive. Sure. Mm. What are you looking at on a monthly basis with regard to dick size?
2: <laughs> <laughs> monthly? Yeah. Nine ninety nine. Same as Hulu. <laughs> okay, got it. Same as Hulu. Huh? Yeah. My dick, my dick is the size that Hulu costs per <laughs> okay. month, and month? my dick it gets you everything. It gets you a Saturday Night Live, number the one. Mindy Project, number two, all new episodes.
1: Really? So all the latest episodes that you've just that otherwise you would have to watch TV. Does it have fresh off the boat? I, I mean, it's my dick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's <laughs> a really good point. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, we were talking about utilities. What do you pay What are you paying in utilities on a, on a monthly basis? I know you Look, I know you've got
2: a green lead certified Sure. Uh I would say that my maybe my gas bill is 18 bucks a month and my like utilities are man, they comes on a 3 month basis. So I bet it's, you know, like 30 or 40 bucks a month. What if I told you this, Jordan? Yeah. And th- you know what? I'm going to tell you, too,
1: Chelsea, because you're here. Thank you. We're having a lot of fun chatting with you. What if I told you that I've owned my house for three and a half years Mm -hmm. and until last week had never paid a utility bill? (laughs) What? what, How how did that happen? I have no fucking idea. (laughs) I have no idea. And it was such a burden on me because on the one hand— I did not want to pay utility bills, and I wasn't sure if maybe for some reason I didn't have to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But (laughs) I didn't want to check.
3: Yeah, because then what if they just start billing you? Right.
1: Exactly. What if I was bringing the hammer of Thor down upon myself when when that was unnecessary? Sure. And I'm usually a pretty honest man, but I decided this was a sin of omission rather than a sin of commission, Mm -hmm. and that that Mm -hmm. was okay. And uh, it's been years. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, as I said, been really weighing – I felt guilt about it. And then did you discuss it with your wife at all? Have you like – are are you getting the bills? Have you seen them? I – so we have t- – Teresa, we were getting a bill for
1: water, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Something. We were getting the, some small part of it. But not, we don't have gas, mm-hmm. and we were not getting an electric bill.
3: Mm-hmm. huh?
1: Um, I think maybe we were getting a trash bill, and we were not getting electric or water bills, something like that. And At some point, a man from the Department of Water and Power came to our home when we first moved in, he filled out a little tag that's attached to our meter, and every couple months, I 'd go outside, take a look at that tag, and see if anything had changed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wondered if maybe I had accidentally locked him out. Uh,
2: Maybe he died in your yard. Exactly. Maybe he hit his head or something. This meter man has been decomposing.
3: You're the last person who saw him alive. For sure. Like, he never turned that report in. You You
2: owe it to his family to exhume his
1: body. He went straight from my house to a burned out prison
3: in plenty
1: 100%. (laughs) Um, And so anyway, we... uh, uh, it's been it's been weighing on me for all these years. I've thought often: oh, should I bring this up on Jordan Jesse, Go That I've never gotten an
2: electrical <laughs> bill, sure. Because <laughs> well, the city does listen to this.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Does Antonio Villaragosa listen to this? <laughs> I don't know. Does Eric Garcetti listen to this? Sure. I don't know. Does Councilman Something Something listen to this? Yeah. A councilman. Oh, you name know, I can't remember. Uh,
2: Eric Eric Garcetti does listen and he comments on Reddit. He's a uh, Goku 420.
1: Wait, Goku 420?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's Eric is, Garcetti.
1: Is councilman Eric? Former councilman, now mayor. Yeah, Eric Garcetti, the bicycle mayor. Yeah, it's wow. him. <laughs> Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> now he'll... So
3: you made the right choice to not bring it up until now that you're being billed. It sounds like now.
1: Well, I didn't make the right choice to bring it up, as it turns out, because I had thought. Like, literally, I was thinking of fucking strategies. I was like, what if I posted an anonymous question on Ask Metafilter that says, hey, anybody else never get an electrical bill? <laughs> <laughs> and, like,
2: the 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 utilities at my house are very questionable. You should post it on Yahoo Answers. And then someone will just comment, fuck me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> The um, is that what goes out on, on Yahoo
3: Answers? There is this. It's not, or it's just super hateful. Yeah.
1: yeah, there there is a gas line to my house. But I would say, "Fuck me, daddy" is the opposite of hateful. Yeah, it's one or the other. It's quite loving. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's actually uh, that's actually what they train diplomats to say to visiting foreign
4: territories.
1: <laughs> 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 this is the distinguished gentleman from the Ivory Coast. <laughs> fuck me, daddy. <laughs> Usually, it's usually something you wouldn't hear outside of a white tie gala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, something where there are a lot of military men wearing medals, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. sure, colorful medals. <laughs> but
2: now it's something that teenagers tweet to Caratop. <laughs> <Coupe d'Ivoire. laughs>
1: so Cote uh, we, the, so before I, my, before my family <laughs> lived in our house. A man had owned the house for some decades. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the end of it, like the last 10 or 15 years, he was not having any utilities in the house. And I, I, from from what I heard, by the end, he was like living outside of the house because the house was so full of stuff.
2: Oh, okay. Oh,
1: um, And like we saw what the house was like because we used to live sort of next door. and And when we moved in next door, our landlord was like, he said to us like, oh, there's that house. That's never going to get fixed. But uh, then eventually it did get fixed. So there's like this – there's a gas line to our house, but it's too small to legally turn on because it's like a gas line from 1925. Mm-hmm. And there's these weird uh, – the sewer lines run downhill through this this elderly Scientology Scientologist couple's house <laughs> uh, who keep threatening to sue us. And there's that doesn't sound like them. No. I know. I know. Well they threatened me they threatened me uh, – we talked about this on the live, yeah, Jordan and yeah. Jessica. Oh, they threatened me. They didn't want to threaten my wife because they didn't want to imprint any negative en- engrams on our unborn mm-hmm. child.
3: Oh, that's nice of them.
1: It was. It was very thoughtful. Yeah, it's generous. Um, so there's all these f- weird things. And so, like, when the electrical guy came by, it was the first thing ever. And I thought maybe they just lost, they just forgot that they had turned it on
2: mm-hmm. until I got a bill for $4,000. no, uh, no.
4: <laughs> so they were they were
2: this is being kept track of somewhere,
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, so they were just lying in wait
1: so and what's amazing is it's not like they sent a bill that said, "You sneaky fuck, mm-hmm. you could have called us at any time in the last three and a half years to tell us that you weren't you you know whatever, mm-hmm. and it's not like they sent a bill that said, Hey." Sorry, we haven't checked your meter in three and a half years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a bill. They just sent me a regular DWP bill. (laughs) And you're supposed to write a check for $4,000,
2: put a stamp on it.
1: Yeah. Fucking, with just a regular, like, please pay it off within 30 days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever.
2: (laughs) What, uh, are you going to dispute it? Are you just going to throw in a personal check and put it in the mailbox?
3: It's not bad per month.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Oh yeah, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea? yeah.
3: The, the per month is not <laughs> yeah. terrible. Uh, I have it's to say, worth
2: worth mentioning that uh, Chelsea Chris was getting out her phone. I'm like, oh, maybe she's got a you know Important she's got a call text message. or you know no. she's got to be somewhere after this. She was literally calculating what Jesse would have to pay for month. It's yeah, like, I just want to know bucks. if it was
3: fair. Eighty three point three 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 three. It's I mean, if you take that four thousand and divide it by four years worth, it's and yeah, I mean, it's not especially terrible.
1: when you consider we're looking at all electric, electric heating, sure. electric air conditioner, sure. electric stove. Yeah. yeah. Electric deep Mm -hmm. freeze—that's for the uh, uh, utility man's body. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds like you killed this guy, Jesse. I did. Yeah, no, of course I did. What's
3: unfortunate is that you killed him and you're still getting billed.
1: I know. Like if you killed him and
3: never got the bill, Uh. balls fair. Who's the guy
1: got to kill to not get
2: an electricity bill around here? Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. You've seen Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, right? Is that what that was about? Yeah. It's about if you kill Santa, you become him. But oh. also you don't have to pay your electrical bills. Because your house is powered by magic from now on. He murdered Santa Claus in I th- that movie? We, I th- and I've not seen The Santa Claus since childhood. Right. But from what I understand, the magical rules in this world are if you kill Santa. It's a Santa, group of
1: elderly people, and mm-hmm. there's a magical pool that they climb into.
2: No, you're thinking
1: of uh, elderly hot tub orgy three. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was a teen when I watched that. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> uh, from what I remember about the Santa Claus, the, there's the magical rules are if you kill Santa, you become him, much mm-hmm. like a Highlander. Right. There can be only one. Right. I don't think you have to remove the head, okay? Like in Highlander, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow, did Tim... you write in middle school? Did you write a compare and contrast essay <laughs> about <laughs> yes. the Highlander and the Santa Claus? Yeah, and a lot of people will do like you know Walden and Cannery Row, right? Sure. I did the Santa Claus and Highlander. That's because right. Walden's
3: been done. I mean, yeah, you know, something original.
2: Sure. Totally. Let's let's hear an in bit analysis of Highlander two: The Quickening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh I think what happens in this movie is that Tim Allen, who is a a, a, a an oaf mm-hmm. or a buffoon. Really? Is he what what is he like? A real man's man? Yeah. <laughs> but a but a a buffoon. He means well, but he's not real sensitive. Got it. So he's a little oblivious. Yeah, and a little homophobic. <laughs> and and yes, it's homophobic, but uh but a fun grunter. Yeah. I don't got know it. if he grunts in the Santa Claus. Really? Does that Chelsea, you have some thoughts? I don't know. I'm just
3: I, I don't know if he grunted it. I'm just wondering if he killed Santa Claus in the first act. How do you how do you redeem that character? How do you get on that guy's side? I think that's his, you save
2: the cat. I think yeah, I think yeah. that's his journey. I think yeah. he accidentally kills Santa. I don't think it's a homicide. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh okay. okay, he's just he's just shooting at his homemade
2: Santa shaped
4: fire. <laughs> right, right,
2: right, yeah right. And <laughs> Santa <laughs> wandered on to the firing range. Yeah
3: okay. That's then I can st- I can get behind that guy. Honestly, ah, I shot take. a real Santa.
2: Yeah. But I mean I think that in a lot of ways Tim Allen's character in the Santa Claus really foreshadowed the antiheroes in premium cable that would come after him
3: mm-hmm. i definitely Tony think soprano, yeah. walter white exactly paved the road for Breaking yeah. Bad. So
2: he was the first it's like can we grow to love this flawed man
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and i think the answer was yes
4: mm-hmm.
2: so i don't know i don't know if what are we talking about your utility bill <laughs> yeah so i gotta pay four thousand dollars yeah so what do you what, what's your course of action
1: I mean, I guess I just got to cut them a check. I don't know. Like, you can't not pay your utility yeah, I think bill. Yeah, you just right? have to
3: pay it, or they'll probably send it to collections.
2: And I mean, I owe it to them. Sure, you know what I mean. You know, here is what you do. Yeah, treat it like the cable company. Uh huh. Give them a call. Yeah. Say, listen, I got yeah. this bill. Yeah. I'm gonna pay it. Yeah. Can I get Showtime?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: can I get Show? Because you know they they realize how much I love that you can cut the cord. Mm-hmm. And start using whale oil. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, that's the Hulu equivalent.
2: Yeah, you can get Hulu and you can use whale, whale, oil. whale oil lanterns. This is
1: yeah. my chance to leverage – use this as, a, as an opportunity to watch Masters of Sex more consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. As also, it airs, rather than on home video.
3: They should believe that you're not bluffing because it sounds like the guy who lived there before fully did it. Like
1: cut yeah. the cord, true. never he paid. Their, so, yeah, just cord cutters. I mean that's the mm-hmm. thing. The the power – the electrical power – the municipal electrical power utility industry is really figuring out what to do about these millennial cord
2: cutters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who are (laughs) living in tents. Yeah. Under tarps. In yurts. With
3: solar panels. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just – you know, these millennials will just – you know, much like Thoreau Mm -hmm. from Highlander to the Quickening. (laughs) Right.
1: We'll, or Condor Man from the film Condor. Man. Sure,
2: we'll, we'll we'll just pack up a <laughs> yurt, move to the forest, and just lay, just lay on their back, and just look up at the clouds and remember the nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the millennial way. And I think the power companies see that coming. So remember how fuzzy those cardigans were. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> remember how warm I used to be right? <laughs> in the nineties, hanging out. Indoors, Jordan, watching Snick. Jordan, I'm not trying being to be warm. Kid. Isn't that a little bit
1: cliched? It is a little. At bit this cli- point, yeah. isn't it cliched to talk about how warm the 90s were? That's
2: true. <laughs> I, yeah, we get it. Okay, well, Hanson, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> warmth, warmth, yeah. running water, yeah, hot and cold. Oh yeah,
3: these are the times before Elon Musk came into our lives. <laughs> We'll be back. Pre-mus- in- a pre must time. Pre-musk. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. La,
5: la, la. I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner.
3: And I'm Renee Colbert, a dog wanter. And we host a show called Can I Pet Your Dog? The podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. You can find us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. So, now what is this? Is this just a podcast where all we do is talk about dogs? Yeah, sort of. Uh, we definitely have a segment called Dogs We Met This Week, where we tell you about, you know, dogs we met this week.
5: We also have a segment called Dog Heroes, as well as Cool Dog Tech and Stupid
2: Dog Tech.
3: We also have some of your favorite celebrities. Lynn manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton,
2: has been a guest. We've got Leslie Margarita. Uh, we've had Nicole Byer, and Wheaton, all the best uh, dog-related celebrities. So check us out every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? It's Renee and Allegra. C-I-T-Y-T.
0: <laughs>
1: it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective.
3: Chelsea Crisp, Sage Expert.
1: Okay, we've got breaking news. I'm going to recap this real quick for oh you. Oh no! <laughs> went down in the break. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of the conversation that went down in the break. School bus anecdotes. Now. We were, we were first of all, we had a nice chat about Phoenix, Arizona. That's where Chelsea's from. True it's story. hot there. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, she- have you been to Alice Cooper's
2: restaurant?
3: Uh, no, which is nuts. I don't know why. That's ridiculous. Now it sounds like I'm not really from Phoenix. Yeah. But I've not been there. Do you still have family? Yeah. And I'm going to be there this weekend, so I'll go. And go to go Alice Cooper's to restaurant,
2: Cooperstown. <laughs> yeah. Which celebrates Alice Cooper's three loves uh, metal, golf, and baseball.
3: Mm hmm.
2: Alice Cooper loves baseball? Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that's why it's called Cooperstown.
1: I it was called Cooperstown because his name's Cooper. Oh, no, I think it has a dual meaning. Oh. Yeah. So it's named after Alice Cooper and also former brewer slugger Cecil Cooper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, so it is a confusing place.
0: Mm-hmm. It's and you fun. should go.
1: Um, okay, so I'm, I, was try- I was in the middle of a recap, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm known for my recaps, just like Linda Holmes.
2: Well, I'm known for interjecting and asking people if they've gone to Alice Cooper's restaurant every time I hear that they've been to Phoenix. Got it. Because it was the most fun I've ever had in my fucking life is when I went to Alice Cooper's
1: restaurant in Phoenix. Look, by the time I get to Phoenix Mm -hmm. is a song... Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, yes, yeah. so we talked a little bit about Phoenix, how hot it is. I had to wait for a bus there. I saw a no-hitter there once. Uh, Chelsea used to get really sweaty on the school bus because it was not insufficiently air-conditioned.
3: Uh, well, it was not air-conditioned at all. It was just, like, you know, windows that opened out to more hotness.
1: No, all all places in Phoenix should be air-conditioned. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I, you should go to school in an ice truck. For sure. <laughs> right? Whatever ice trucks they stopped using, when ice trucks stopped being necessary, they should have turned into school buses for the children of Phoenix, Arizona.
3: I completely agree.
1: Then I uh, said to Brian, uh, well, how's Elizabeth Hurley doing? And, of course, Elizabeth Hurley works on the same television show as Brian, Mm -hmm. uh, the Royals on the E! Entertainment television network. Uh, Then he said, oh, she's doing fine. Then, Jordan, what did you say? Because this is fun. (laughs) I said, how's Elizabeth Berkeley doing? (laughs) Yeah, so they're both called Elizabeth. And now I had no idea... I had no idea this was going to be a fertile ground in which to plant the seed of imagination. Mm -hmm. But here it comes. I say, I bet she's doing great because she has such a great attitude about her legacy. Now, that's just an impression I have. Mm -hmm. That's not a firsthand observation of any kind. Now, hold on, because we have Chelsea Crisp here. Chelsea Crisp is not only the hilarious honey on the ABC sitcom Fresh Off the Boat, Something Nights at Something Mm -hmm. on ABC. Tuesday nights
3: at 8 o'clock on ABC? Tuesday nights at 8
1: o'clock on ABC. It's a great show. Uh, She's not just the star of Bleed, uh, the legendary
2: slasher film.
3: Available (laughs) on iTunes now.
2: Not quite a slasher film. Can I watch it Tuesday nights at 8?
3: No. Okay. 8.30? (laughs) Go for
2: it. Okay. okay. I'll finish up Fresh Off the Boat and then start up Bleed. Okay. (laughs) That sounds like a fun <laughs> night. Fuck you, the
3: Goldbergs. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's uh it's a uh, um oh my gosh, it's it's such a great show. It's the Martha Plimpton show. Now, that's uh
2: the other oh. one. The Muppets.
3: No, no, it's not the Muppets anymore. It's the new um
2: the one about the Catholic family. Yeah, that's the one. That's
3: the why can't I remember the name the of this? Is, hands. I'm going to get fired. No, that's okay. The real O'Neills. The real O'Neills. It is so genuinely. This is not because uh, just because I work for ABC. It is so fucking funny. So funny. I don't know if I can they, say the F word, but they they I mean. They pay
2: you to be on that show. Yeah, that's Sometimes. impressive. Yeah. I'm impressed. Okay, listen. <laughs> I, okay, so wait. You, so here's what. Here's our Tuesday night. We're watching Fresh Off the Boat first. Obviously. We're tuning in afterwards for. The Martha Plimpton program. Martha Drew Plimpton 8.30 great. on ABC. Afterwards, just stay in tune for the Goldbergs, written by our good friend Andy Secunda. Sure, I course, would hate it,
3: but that's on Wednesdays, but yeah.
2: So we're setting our DVRs yeah. on Tuesday. Got two, two
3: so nights. Making
2: sure we're setting a, <laughs> we're making a mental note to DVR yeah. the Goldbergs uh-huh. every
1: Tuesday night at nine. I DVR the Goldbergs
3: <laughs> <For> Wednesday,
1: Wednesday <laughs>
4: nights. <laughs> yeah,
2: on ABC. It's a way to do so it. our Mondays and our our Tuesdays and our Wednesdays are spoken for. Right. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, we're going to iTunes. We're throwing on Bleed. Yeah, absolutely. Now this is There's not a. There's your week. No matter what. Monday and Friday, no television, magazines only. No matter
1: what some honey-throated broadcaster told mm-hmm. you, this isn't a slasher film. Sure, you get some cuts and slashes at the end, but it's more of a thriller. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thriller most of the way through. And it's a little, you know, it's surprising. There's a lot mm-hmm. of surprises in there. You don't know what's coming at you. you don't. Literally, the script doesn't make sense.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It does. It, it all ties together. They just don't give that all to sure. you. And the, at the
1: end of the day... The true moral of the story is the lesson that we can take home from all of this is Chelsea Crisp is best friends with Elizabeth Mm. Berkeley, who lives in her same apartment (laughs) (laughs) building.
3: We're not best friends. It was just, you said uh, she seems like she's doing well. She has a, what what, what did you say? I said she had
1: a a winning attitude about her legacy.
3: And I said, I think that's true. Um, Because I do know her a little bit. We do cross paths, we're neighbors. And she is so lovely. She's genuinely lovely. Sure. She's really kind. She's like the friendliest person in our building.
2: I will say that uh I think that Showgirls and the Showgirls fandom is has really aged really well and I think it's a really fun world is the world of Showgirls enthusiasts. I feel like they genuinely have a love for that movie mm-hmm. that is is impressive and I think they like it for the right reasons. <laughs> She anyway. went to
3: something this year. I think they Showgirls showed it Con. at the Hollywood Forever yeah, Showgirl Con. Yeah, um, where she's God. Uh, they showed it. I think at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and she went. Oh, and- I think I
2: saw. I saw lots of shaky videos of that. Did you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a very popular event to take shaky videos. At.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I-, I think she has a really great sense of humor about it. I think she's really quite um, inspiring. Actually, she does a lot of outreach programs for young girls and self esteem, and I think she. This is not coming firsthand from her. Uh, I, the impression I get is that probably she went through some tough stuff. I mean, it's hard to be a teenager in this business and be on such a huge show. Sure. Stay and by, then, the by the bell. say by the Huge show. And then I think to go to that film, which was like a great screenwriter, supposed to be a great screen director. Yeah. And then... You know, it did what it did and I think that was pr- I mean, again, this is not firsthand from her. I'm just assuming that that was yeah, probably I can very traumatic that and tough when you, yeah. a
2: thing you think is going to be your kind of entry into the world of like more serious acting turns out to be the yeah. weird thing that people make fun of but only appreciate yeah. years later. It was like
3: believed to be this art house film. Like it was a huge get for her to get that role yeah. and then it just t- it just became this completely different thing and I think it's full circle now to where she kind of appreciates it for what it is and does something with probably all that uh stuff that she experienced throughout it and kind of pays it forward which I think is pretty great.
1: Let me ask you a follow-up question.
3: Sure, Chelsea.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it like to be best friends with <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley?
3: It's it's like um sunbathing on top of a rainbow. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's exactly really? that there's a literal yeah. phrase that was in my mind. Yeah.
3: That it's is wonderful. so crazy. <laughs> um, I really I, – I don't know her particularly well. I would love to have her on our show, though, because our show's set in the 90s. And I'm just so gunning for that because we always have these great – Berkeley walk-on. I know, right? And because she's still, like, just – she's still freaking gorgeous and and really funny. Yeah. Like she's... So
1: when you say our show, you're talking about Fresh Off the Boat, not Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> no, no. That's I'm real. here for good.
2: I think I speak for everyone when I say that's a real disappointment. Sure. <laughs> Chelsea Jordan Jesse go. How's that sound? It's uh, got a it ring. It sounds great. It's it gotta sounds gotta ring.
3: like this is my microphone now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Third, third chair, permanent third
3: chair. But can you handle having another Jesse? Which cast members
1: oh. which cast members of California Dreams live in your apartment building? <laughs>
2: <your name? laughs> Scooter <laughs> Peppy? I don't want to. Zippo? I don't know the I'm just assuming these are the names of the characters in California Dreams.
1: Uh, I remember the band in California Dreams. It was Zippo. Mm -hmm. Zippo.
2: And Buco de
3: Bife. Be- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, and he's a little bit chunky, and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm all you can eat."
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like family style. Family style. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, he put I want shades before we get before we get to momentous occasions. I want to mention one thing, mm-hmm. which is Max Funcon East mm-hmm. tickets are on sale now. It's going to be quite an extravaganza. If you're a Jordan Jesse Go fan, you'll want to be there. Uh, if you are a fan of Podcasts hosted by brothers Mm -hmm. you want to be there Mm -hmm. if you're a fan of the pop culture happy hour you're going to want to be there if you're a fan of brilliant stand-up comics from the east coast you're going to want to be there uh it is labor day weekend uh in the poconos uh maxfuncon.com for tickets right now and also uh we've had a couple of last minute cancellations for regular Max Mm FunCon, which is coming up june 10th through 12th here in southern california um, if you want to get get your hands on one of those tickets, it's been sold out since like January. But if you want to get in on regular Max Fun Con, uh, email Eric E R I K at maximumfun.org. Uh, Eric Westra, our guy, he'll he'll set that up for you. But Max Fun Con, the most fun you can have, uh, all the Jordan and Jesse you can eat, um,
2: family style. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You
1: got it. Okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you figure out that Elizabeth Berkeley lives in your apartment building, (laughs) uh, we ask you to call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. The telephone number, 206- 984-4-FUN. The best thing to do is put it in your phone right now. 206-984-4-FUN. Brian, Sonny D. Fernandez, why don't you share our first call with us?
6: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Go. Calling, uh, this is Tucker, calling with a Momentous occasion, uh, I just got out of jail where I was serving a two and a half week sentence for a DUI, which I'm not proud of, but in jail in Colorado, uh, my cellmate for the duration of my stay was named Lunatic, and he was being held there, uh, on his way to prison for 21 years, that he got as a result of two counts of attempted murder. Uh, he was a Sereno, uh Mexican gangster, who, if you don't know, are the mortal enemies of the Norteños, which include MS-13, the world's most dangerous gang. And not only did I not get raped by him, but also we got along famously for the duration of our stay. OK, thanks, guys.
1: Thank you for calling in that momentous occasion slash moment of shame. Let's be honest.
2: Sure. <laughs> wow. uh, boy, you know, yeah. I mean, I think it's no secret that we've been doing momentous occasions a long time. And yeah. I think that, you know, maybe we approach them with a little bit of a jaded attitude.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've at heard a certain it. point, if, look, it was five years ago to eight years ago that we got our first Oh, I, I just, uh, I just went out in public as a, a different gender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got all of the. I just bought a houses mm-hmm. ten years ago, uh, and at the end of the day, you know, most recently, sure, have we expressed a certain amount of disappointment with people trying to call in and get on the air with bullshit like I just saw a guy with a snake around his neck. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course we Mm -hmm. have. That's just the reality of being podcasting veterans like us. It's
2: 2016, baby. Or Keith and the girl.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: sure it's another podcast
2: Dan Carlin and his hardcore history you got it mm-hmm. oh my god I love that podcast yeah it's real good,
1: wow. so good. <laughs> it's real good so
2: good you guys should be listening to that
3: man so good
2: oh man that guy can really explain Friday Ooh.
3: nights there you go Friday nights Dan Carlin there you go okay. hardcore history
2: uh, Tuesday
3: yeah fresh, fresh up the boat
2: Wednesday Goldbergs, Goldbergs. Thursday, bleed, bleed on iTunes.
3: Every Thursday, bleed Every on Thursday. iTunes. watch
2: it once a week till you die.
3: But don't like watch the one you already bought, like buy, buy it a new again. one. Buy yeah, buy another, I
2: don't know what it costs, but yes, pay, the, it's worth it.
3: Not a lot. Fridays,
2: Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, have a nice dad explain to you who from history was drunk.
1: Like, so
3: passionately. Yeah.
2: Can I tell you something? Mm. Yeah. I don't think
1: I even need to tell people to do this on Saturday night because they're already doing it. Mm -hmm. But check out the BBC's History of the World in 100 Objects.
2: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Hear about a mortar and pestle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You got it. You got it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think this is – I think, like, you know, again, we hear a lot of – Chelsea, this is a recurring segment that we have every I've heard. I've heard.
3: But that was a remarkable voicemail. It was. That was – We we all gasped.
2: What was his name, Tucker? Oh, I think his name was Lunatic.
3: (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, he was Lunatic Cellmate.
4: cellmate.
3: Uh,
2: Soreno was named Lunatic. And I guess I'm just thinking of those scenes in movies where the person's getting out of prison and they're kind of walking out onto a dusty road, Mm -hmm. you know, out to a bus stop. Mm -hmm. They've got their, you know, clothes in a bag and, Mm -hmm. you know, eight bucks in their pocket or whatever that the, the state gives them. And he's walking out there. For some reason, he has a cell phone. I don't know how he has it. He just does. And he's like, uh, you know what? He hooped it. He hooped it. <laughs> right? Yes. He he, <laughs> cra- he grabbed it out of his ass. Yeah.
3: Or they yeah. took it. Yeah. Charged it for the whole two and a half weeks. Oh, that's <laughs> what nice. they do. So that's he left nice. with a fully juiced phone. You go, yeah. Yeah. Hey yeah.
1: Martha, we got the right charger for this. <laughs> I don't want to leave him. I don't want him to get out and he doesn't have any juice on oh, the phone. It's an Android. <laughs> it's a. hook, It's an
2: Android. <laughs> All these fucking droids. Uh, All I got is lightning here. <laughs> It's I like this on his way to the bus stop on that dusty road yeah. gives us a call. I like that.
3: How does that feel to know though that during the two and a half weeks that he I mean obviously a lot of soul searching sure. to be Absolutely. in jail for that reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to be sharing that time with this guy. Um that like the whole time in the back of his head, he's like, The second I get out of here, I'm calling Jesse and Jordan. <laughs> I mean
2: I love... well, I mean, I think something maybe you don't know, uh, I mean, this is something that I learned from watching MSNBC's Lockup. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, our podcast uh, is traded in prison for as currency?
3: Oh, did not know that. Yeah,
2: so it's like cigarettes or a vacuum-packed mackerel, and that you can trade it for, you know, protection or Hostess mm-hmm. cupcakes, just mm-hmm. like you. Siggy's, Max, and sure, goes. Sure, sure.
3: I thought they just pumped it like over the airways at all times. In <laughs> when prison there's a riot, <laughs> as a part of like a rehabilitation program.
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> the, the, the guards and the prisoners are laughing together. Sure. <laughs> no, I know. How that... could we continue to choke in club? Mm-hmm they're saying <laughs> <"When> we're <laughs> so <laughs> filled <laughs> with,
3: with mirth with joy <laughs> of course we all no, know that Mark scene from Hispanic.
2: Shawshank redemption where mm-hmm. andy Dufresne locks himself in the room with mm-hmm. the pa and plays you know madam butterfly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i think that a lot of times that same thing happened with with our podcast when a graphic designer goes to jail exactly yeah. <laughs> and he'll sit there while the yeah. guards are banging on the door and when animators go to jail sure
1: when librarians go to jail <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's nice. I'm glad that he I'm glad that he uh, I'm glad he had a good relationship with Lunatic. Mm-hmm. Lunatic seems like a decent guy. Mm-hmm. Um presumably he was wearing uh he was wearing a cowboy's hat. Mm-hmm. Said he was a soreño, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. Hate it. I hate I I I'd be in trouble if I if I went to jail mm. cuz they'd say where where'd you go up? I'd say 15th and Guerrero. They'd say you know the next
2: thing they would say would be uh-oh. By the Ziggurat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by
4: the Ziggurat.
2: <laughs> it's not a racial term. that's an Aztec pyramid. Yeah, I'm not racist.
1: Um, that's that was great. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that he paid his debt to society. Me he certainly too. Made a mm-hmm. certainly made an awful mistake. Sure, but, but uh, hopefully this is the start of a new leaf. I mean, this is the first in what I hope will be a long series of good choices.
3: Yes, I agree. Good luck to you.
2: Should yeah, we take any, another call?
1: You know what. Good
2: luck to lunatic too. Yeah, good luck to lunatic. Hopefully, yeah. when you've served your time, you can come out a new man.
5: Yeah,
1: let's let's take that next call. It's probably going to be even bigger and better than the first one. Uh, otherwise, uh, Brian did a bad job of ordering them.
5: <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests, Matt in Oklahoma. Okay, pause it, please, please Brian. A momentous occasion.
2: Uh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, Matt in
1: Oklahoma.
4: I love it <laughs> it's already ready.
3: great.
5: Yeah, yeah, he's got Sorry, a real good. he's
2: got a real early McConaughey
1: vibe yeah. to him.
3: <laughs> Somebody's not just walking out of jail. Yeah. I
1: like that it started with a with a gentle a, a gentle. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right. It's all right, time all right.
3: to call the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's lunatic? What if it's just the other <laughs> that's what side lunatic of the call? Like. He's just calling from jail. Like this guy just left my cell. Yeah. Did not stop talking about YouTube yeah, for two and a half weeks. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, what's up? It's <laughs> 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 the good thing about high school girls? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what, man? <laughs> Why do motherfuckers always be set tripping? <laughs>
5: I got caught up again. <laughs> okay, okay, press play. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest Matt in Oklahoma. It's calling up a momentous occasion. Uh, I was working on a paging system at a three-story office building and i thought i was working on just two speakers in a remodeled area and to do that i was adjusting the volume playing my favorite podcast jordan Jessica, over the uh, paging system and i played it for about 10-15 minutes adjusting the volume making sure the speakers were working uh, when i went back to get my phone from the paging uh, area A man happened to come down there and say, hey, do you mind not playing uh, your phone over the entire paging system in the office building? So instead of hitting zone that I was supposed to be playing it over, I actually hit all zones and played your podcast all over every single paging speaker in that office building. So I hope I made their day a little bit happier.
1: Chelsea, that is actually the story of how we became the CEO and COO of
2: Alcoa.
3: Congratulations, you guys.
2: That's why we have so many new subscribers this week. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea, Chris fans, of course. Fresh off the yeah. boat fans. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, come, Honeyheads, they're called. Coming out, downloading the episode. The We got all the honey pots. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I guess all the workers in this office who for five minutes were annoyed by us.
3: I think he said, like, 15. I I really wish he had specified, like, what was being discussed. Like, I hope it was just so profane.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if I was to wager a guess, probably my dick. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, oh, ninety percent. I think you
1: got at least even money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it was Jordan's Johnson being discussed. Sure. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, I think let's just make this a call out. I mean, like you know, again, if you're in prison, find some way to sneak into the warden's office. And, uh-huh. you know, blast our podcast over the loudspeaker. And but also, I,
1: I, if you've seen The Longest Yard, mm-hmm. which I have, I'm not trying to brag about my prison <laughs> acumen. Sure. If you've seen The Longest Yard, you know that the best way to get power in the prison is to seduce Bernadette Peters. <laughs> so that's my recommendation.
2: Sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah, whatever you are, if you, if you work in a place that has a PA that has a big speaker system, just throw the podcast on. Yeah. Help us out. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, Jordan.
4: Hmm.
3: Uh, and just for my own show's platform, if when you get out, sure, you get definitely. into the entertainment industry, uh, don't cast white people as Asian characters, please. No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so cool. two pieces of advice. Yep. Just want to wrap it up. Our two
1: pronged attack. Yeah. Yeah. On the left flank, mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. Jordan Jesse go to people who don't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the right flank, ethnically appropriate casting.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank okay, guys. Great. Thank you. We'll be
1: back in just a second on Jordan Jesse go. <laughs> <laughs>
6: the stupid show that smart people love
0: find it on iTunes
6: or maximumfun.org
1: Jordan Jesse Go I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart Jordan Morris boy detective
3: Chelsea Crisp Elizabeth Berkeley's best friend
1: well <laughs> Chelsea uh is I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I was disappointed uh when I heard that you'd been booked on the program. I had been told that Elizabeth Berkeley was gonna be on I the know. program.
3: I know, I'm sorry, I'm the backup.
1: And I was very excited to talk to Miss Spano.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but you've you've really acquitted yourself well. Thank you. Um and uh so I'm I'm forgiving you. I appreciate and that. You're lying bitch of a publicist (laughs) (laughs) who told me that you were elizabeth Berkeley.
3: yeah that's how she gets me all my gigs really yeah she's like i've got elizabeth berkeley and they're like you "You can be on at midnight
1: is that how you got (laughs) is that how you got uh honey on fresh off the book as well yeah
3: it absolutely is and then i showed up and they were like shit
1: Mm, yeah
3: a lot of hair and makeup's gonna have to happen now
1: yeah i can understand that uh, that explains why your character, after hair and makeup,
2: looks so much like Elizabeth. Yeah, Mer- <laughs> <laughs> my man-a- get... my manager just tells people I'm Screech.
3: Yeah, <laughs> works.
2: I don't know. Good for I've you. Had a long and interesting career.
1: I'm I, gonna
3: start trying that. I'm yeah. gonna tell <laughs> them
2: I am Screech. This is a this is a
1: compliment <laughs> to Chelsea. So I'm gonna pretend like I'm talking to Jordan mm-hmm. about it. But uh, actually, the the way Chelsea ended up on this program was. Uh, Uh, Our bullseye's producer Julia Smith Mm -hmm. was talking to her publicist, and uh, her publicist happened to mention that she represented Chelsea. And Julia remembered a conversation that she and I had uh, about a year ago when Randall Park was on the show about Mm -hmm. how much I liked Fresh Off the Boat. And the example that I had given was that uh, Chelsea's character, uh, 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 Chelsea's character, totally didn't have to be good and funny. And on most shows, they would have cast someone who was not funny and made not really done anything with the part uh and that they totally had cast someone funny who had done an awesome job and what a great funny thing it was and julia to her credit remembered that a year later and said hey you remember how we were talking about how funny honey from fresh off the Mm -hmm. boat was and i was like yeah and she's like well do you want to have her on jordan jesse go and we said yes absolutely
3: that is awesome. If you're not watching Thank Fresh so Off much. the
1: Boat, it's really one of the best one of the best family comedies on TV. It's a really consistently funny show. Brian is nodding emphatically. He's a fan.
3: That's our. That's all our showrunner, Anushka Khan. She's pretty amazing.
1: She's a super cool lady.
3: Yeah, she's awesome, and yeah. she does, you know, on any show, the showrunner is really where it all comes from. The, she does all the hiring, all the writers and the actors, and the.
1: I wanted badly to be friends with her after I met her. Yeah, I was like, ooh, yeah, this is a cool lady. Yeah, yeah. I want to be friends with this lady.
3: She's really chill. She's really smart and obviously very funny. She's got really great taste, I think, with her joke writing and her editing. And it's nice to be on something where you feel like you're in really good hands.
1: I also want to be friends with Randall Park. He's very handsome. Yeah. <laughs> just want to have a friend who's that handsome. looking guy. Just a handsome guy. guy. Yeah, just walking around. Could you imagine the just all the positive attention you would attract if you were walking oh. around with a handsome guy like mm-hmm. that? Uh,
3: you are friends with Randall Park, aren't you?
1: I've, I've, I mean, he came on the show. We were we had a pleasant interaction on the program.
3: There are no other interactions I'm with Randall to, Park. I'm
1: married to his sister. <laughs>
3: oh, um, okay.
1: But no, I I'm not <laughs> friends with Randall Park, but I wish I were.
3: He is a cool guy. Let I'm, him know.
1: I, let him know. I'm glad to be friends. Whenever whenever he <laughs> needs a friend, if he needs a shoulder to cry on, I will. If he needs a, a buddy to get him laid. If he Hello. needs any type of friendship, I'm I'm there. If he needs somebody just to play pinnacle with him at the old <laughs> folks' home <laughs> I'm
3: in. I'll be, I will specifically relay all of those messages.
1: I mean, to some extent, you and I could potentially be friends, but I'm really focused on Randall. Park, I
3: know right that right I'm now. a gateway friend. <laughs> yeah. I know that, like, behind – I'm just, like, an entry point to Elizabeth Behind and your right shoulder, it. Elizabeth. Yeah. Behind your left shoulder, <laughs> yeah, you One of it. my friends who comes over to my house all the time and, you know, sees Elizabeth, but we're all, like, kids of the 90s and we, you know, watched Saved by the Bell and – this my friend Suzanne, who is just this like wonderfully intelligent um so just confident, capable woman, we all know Suzanne you, you all know Suzanne <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah we're all friends with Suzanne yeah. she Elizabeth came up to say hi, and I went to introduce Suzanne, and she was just like not there, like not mm-hmm. behind my shoulder anymore, so anyway, we said goodbye, and Elizabeth walks, and I turn around and. Suzanne got so nervous in the presence of Elizabeth Berkeley that she turned to face the wall, <laughs> but didn't leave the environment. Like, didn't leave like the hallway. Like victim of the Blair Witch. Yes, exactly. Literally just turned and faced the Whoa. wall and just stood there. And so I had to kind of wait until Elizabeth Berkeley was out of earshot. And I was like, did, did you just face the wall? And she's like, I just faced the wall. I just, I just completely <laughs> faced the wall. I don't know what just happened.
2: <laughs> Jesse Spano looms large.
3: Yeah. She's a big, big presence, that lady. Yeah. My right. best friend.
1: Mario Lopez. <laughs> Probably your best friend, too. Hmm. God. Yeah. Dustin Diamond, our best friend. Our best
2: friend. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm masquerading as them to get jobs. So. Yeah,
3: but I mean, who doesn't? We yeah, all do that. You
2: know, we've all pulled the screech card. Yeah, do you know how many times I've shown
3: up and they're like Dustin Diamond, and then I just walk in.
2: As the prosecutors in the O. J. Simpson place play, case played the race card, I will play the
1: screech card. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but you really need to get a new publicist. <laughs> Number one, why is your publicist booking your auditions? Mm-hmm. Number two, why does she keep saying that your various cast members have saved mm-hmm. by the bell?
3: I don't know, but it's working, she you wants guys. you to work. It's she working. wants you to work. Well, look,
1: <laughs> it's all
2: right because <laughs> we're saved by the bell. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> the show is over. Brian, yeah. Sonny D. Fernandez we'll on see the you boards. in the morning when your
2: Aww. alarm lets out a warning.
1: Hashtag <laughs> it, JJGo on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, join us on Reddit at uh, MaximumFun.reddit.com. And uh, on Facebook in the Maximum Fun group, there's a lot of... Fun chat lately. If you want to come to Max Fun Con East or regular Max Fun Con, go to maxfuncon.com. Uh, and uh, look, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org.
4: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.